Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hunter Biden got indicted. We'll talk about that. What are the problems at the CIA, Iran, what's going on there? All that and much more coming up tonight on I'm Right. I think the powers that be are tired of Joe Biden, frustrated with him, and I think this entire thing is a coordinated effort to get Joe Biden to resign. Well, I guess maybe today we have a little bit of an update on all that. Hunter Biden was indicted today. Okay, first of all, let's talk about what actually happened and what didn't happen. What happened today actually doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden legally. We'll get to that in a second. Legally. It actually isn't the end of Hunter Biden's legal problems either. You remember that whole deal that Hunter Biden was going to get, right? Before there was a special counsel, David Weiss at the DOJ was still investigating Hunter. And then we found out at zero hour that he was trying to get a sweetheart plea deal for Hunter Biden. And the judge in Delaware blew up the sweetheart plea deal. Well, part of the sweetheart plea deal that had everyone outraged was the gun charge. You can't lie on the forms 
when you're buying a gun. I need to stress this. I buy many. It's a felony. It's never even occurred to me to be dishonest on one of those forms because it's black and white, traceable. There's no, Look, you can't get out of it. It's you. It's your form. It's your signature. If you lie, knowingly lie on that form, it is a felony. Well, the deal David Weiss had previously with Hunter Biden was, hey, let's, uh, <laughs> this gun charge, let's just kind of make this go away. A little slap on the wrist type thing. Everyone freaked out about it. Judge blows up the deal. David Weiss hilariously gets appointed the special counsel to investigate. The guy who was just trying to run cover for Hunter Biden is now the special counsel who's just going to, in a bipartisan fashion, investigate. Well, now David Weiss isn't a problem, though. Because before, he was trying to hand Hunter Biden that sweetheart deal. Now, everyone's watching. Now, he's in a bind. What is that bind? This man very clearly works on behalf of the Biden family, not against the Biden family, on behalf of them. But there is no walk away from this scot-free now from the Biden family. There just is not. The family's too criminal. There's too much out there. They can't possibly walk free. David Weiss now has to try to give the Biden family as soft a landing as humanly possible. So he brought gun charges today, three of them on Hunter Biden. One of them, hilariously, is that he lied on the form about being hooked on drugs when he bought the gun. <laughs> anyway, there are more crimes he committed, many. Tax crimes, he's probably going to get charged on those too. That just wasn't part of what happened today. Now, what are all the implications of this? What are we looking at here? Well, the system, they're going to use this to jettison Joe Biden from office. The system, they read the same polls you read. They do. They know that even Democrats are unhappy with Joe Biden. They think he's too old. The vast majority of Americans think he's corrupt, and they think he's too old. They know the country's kind of done with Joe. And while Joe has been a very faithful servant of the system, the system is aware that he's probably becoming a problem. So instead of doing what they normally would do, remember, the system only exists to protect itself. So normally the system would simply lock shields and try to run cover for Joe Biden. They're not necessarily doing that right now. Quite the opposite, actually. Corinne Diversity Hire is being jumped about it at press conferences. So um, I'm going to refer you to, uh, to my colleagues over at the council's office on any specifics. Uh, to uh, to the inquiry, no evidence, none, he, that he did anything wrong. I mean, that is what we've heard over and over again from their almost year-long investigation, and uh, and that's because the president didn't do anything wrong. Kareem, can you describe how President Biden reacted to the impeachment decision by the? I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Anything to share about uh, the president's reaction to this? And with that, folks. Can you explain why the president interacted with so many of his son's foreign business associates. More than half of voters told CNN they believe the president was involved and he lied. You can't have a response to that, Kareem. Multiple reporters coming for him. Oh, but wait, this is how you can tell the dam is officially cracking. The system is not doing what it normally would do, locking shields. Instead, it looks like they're offering him up as a sacrifice. How do I know? What's telling me this? It's not just to support the theory that I've had for the longest time that the system's going to bounce him. 
I know because of the New York Times and the Washington Post. Now, it doesn't matter how much you hate the New York Times or the Washington Post. I promise you this, I'm paraphrasing my buddy Aaron McIntyre here, I promise you this, you don't hate them enough. The New York Times and the Washington Post are not only two of the most read publications in this country, they are communist rags who have been trying to burn this country down for decades. They should have already both been shuttered. These are evil communist organizations, and both of them, in about the last 15 minutes, have op-eds out saying Joe Biden's too old. Of course, they're trying to give him the soft landing, too, right? Oh, he's very, been very successful, of course, but he's too old. Uh-oh. Oh, but there's more. Even Joe Biden's paid liars, liars like John Kirby, they're not even running cover for Joe anymore with some of the dumb things he says. Uh, John, um, in the past couple of weeks, the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks, falsely claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse, uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? The president uh, was deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members there in Alaska and some families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deeply touched. Couldn't even defend it. How bad is it out there? I'm telling you, the system is serving this guy up. Grandma Vodka's on CNN being asked about it. Do you think there's any chance he does not continue running? I hope not. I hope not. I mean, this president... David has... Ignatius recently came out saying he, he thinks the former president should not run. Yeah, so... That's one. <laughs> not very definitive there. But she was... Um, not, not the nicest, not the most uh, supportive, I guess I should say when she was asked about the possibility of Dome stepping in, do keep in mind that Nancy Pelosi and Dome are from the same state. President Kamala Harris, the best running mate for this president? He thinks so, and that's what matters. And by the way, so? she's very politically astute. Do you think she is the, the best running mate, though? She's the vice president of the United States. So when people say to me, well, why isn't she doing this or that? I said, because she's the vice president. That's the job description. You don't do that much. You know, you, you know, you, you, you're a, a source of strength, inspiration, intellectual resource, and the rest. And you, and she, I think she's represented our country very well at home and abroad. Women are so terrible to each other with those subtle little digs when she wants to be. <laughs> Did you hear what she threw it in there? I don't do that much. <laughs> all right. All that may have made you uncomfortable. But I am right. Senator Ted Cruz is going to join us next. We'll talk, him about it. talk to him about a few of these things. Let's talk about uh, protecting ourselves, protecting our wealth, protecting our ability to purchase things, goods, services, you know, living life. How do we do that when these people are destroying the dollar? It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. They are. So what do you do? How, can you, what do, you, how do you defend against that? Precious metals, things you can touch and feel. You don't have to take my word for it. Believe the history books. You don't have to believe me. The history books tell you what has lasting value. 
I can see lasting value 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, thousands of years ago if I have gold. So thousands of years in the future, my gold will have value. Oxford Gold will send gold to your front door. They'll get it in your IRA, 401k, or silver, whatever you like. Call them. They can't do it unless you call them. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. 
I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Justice Department and his administration is independent. He has not been involved in that case. He has not talked to anybody about that case. But don't take his word for it. Take the words of the GOP's own witnesses in the House who testified in an open hearing that neither Attorney General Garland nor President Biden interfered in this case. And so their own witnesses, their own investigations, not only are they not turning up evidence of the allegations they claim, they're actively refuting the allegations that the speaker is leaning on to launch this baseless impeachment. The spin is in. They are in full court press mode right now at the White House, and understandably so, given today's news. Joining me now, the great senator from the state of Texas, Ted Cruz, also host of The Verdict. Senator, okay, Hunter Biden indicted on three gun charges today. I think we can reasonably assume there are probably some more coming. Tax charges certainly look like they're about to get here in about 15 minutes. What am I seeing? Some accountability finally, or are they just trying to give this family a soft landing? Well, look, I have enormous skepticism that there is any meaningful accountability coming from the Biden Department of Justice. Their investigation from the beginning has been politicized and corrupted. Uh, We have multiple whistleblowers who have come forward who have testified that political leadership at the Biden DOJ was protecting Hunter Biden and even more fundamentally protecting Joe Biden. And and that's the important thing to remember. Uh, I think Democrats have have basically decided to throw Hunter Biden overboard, that that, that they, they can't argue they can't dispute that he's corrupt as the day is long, but but their latest talking point is really focused on trying to build a wall around Joe Biden. And, and you can see the changing talking points. So Joe Biden, during the campaign, said repeatedly, I've never had any discussions with Hunter about any of his overseas business deals. We now know that was a demonstrable lie and that he had had dozens of discussions, that he had dozens of phone calls where he's put on the phone with these corrupt oligarchs and, and, and various players that Hunter is engaging in these multi-million dollar deals with. So talking point number one is now inoperative. Talking point number two, which Green Jean-Pierre shifted to, is she said Joe Biden was not in business with Hunter Biden. Now, not that he hadn't talked about it, but he wasn't actively in business. Well, they've now abandoned that as well. And their third talking point, which we're seeing from every Democrat, and, and we're seeing from, from their puppets in the media, is that there is no direct evidence of Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter's corruption. That's demonstrably false as well. You mentioned my podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz. Yesterday's podcast does a deep dive on the claim there's no direct evidence of Joe's involvement in the corruption. That is a demonstrable lie. It is flat out false. And yet, as you just played, a White House spokesman parroting the same thing. No evidence, no evidence, no evidence. And the only way they can assert that is by ignoring all of the evidence of Joe's guilt and involvement in corruption. Senator, I'm glad you brought up Joe's guilt, because it's one thing for Hunter Biden to purchase a snub-nosed 38 when he's high on meth. That's obviously against the law. That's his problem. But all this bribery stuff, this is Joe Biden's bribery. Nobody's bribing Hunter Biden for anything. Hunter Biden has nothing to sell, no influence, no skills. These are Joe Biden's crimes. Hunter works for Joe, not vice versa. 
No, that, that's exactly right. Hunter's business was selling favors from daddy. If Hunter's name were Hunter Smith, Hunter wouldn't have a business. He doesn't have skills that anyone would pay for. His only skill is getting daddy to do what people pay him millions of dollars to get daddy to do. And, 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 that, and it's important to remember, look, that one of the key talking points of Democrats and the corporate media is Hunter is a troubled soul. He struggled with substance abuse. All of that is by all appearances true. And, and, and everyone knows family or friends or loved ones who struggled with substance abuse. This would not be an issue of national concern and public concern if Hunter were just some poor troubled soul dealing with addiction. The reason this matters is these allegations are of corruption by Joe Biden when he was vice president of the United States and now he's president of the United States. And specifically, the allegation is that Joe Biden solicited and received millions of dollars of bribes from corrupt foreign nationals. That is a grave offense. It's a grave criminal offense, if true. And the evidence keeps piling up, uh, demonstrating that it is true. Senator, it's hard to find two more pieces of rancid commie trash than the Washington Post and the New York Times. And yet both of those publications have put out calls for Joe Biden not to run. Pretty eye-opening yep. in about the last 48 hours. Do you think Democrats are done with this guy? Not yet. They're thinking about it. They're starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, they're also nervous because he's, he's older than Methuselah. And he can't seem to find his shoes in the morning. Um, and, you know, I would say he's Mr. Magoo, but I've been reminded that unless you're almost as old as Methuselah, you don't remember who Mr. Magoo was. But 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 he's his mental diminishment is serious. And so I do think some Democrats are getting nervous about that. And so are they pulling the escape hatch yet? Not entirely. Uh, but I think the risk is not zero that in the next 10 months they jettison Joe Biden and try to parachute someone else in at the last minute. And I think the biggest risk of that happening would be at the Democrat convention next summer. And I think there's, there's a real possibility, depending on the degree of legal peril Joe is in, depending on the degree of evidence that is piled up against him, and, and depending on just how diminished his mental state continues, I think there's some real chance at the convention next summer they try to get us in Joe. Oh, that is quite a thing. So I couldn't even imagine Democrats and the knives being out with each other if that happens at a convention. Uh, conventional wisdom, pardon the pun, would say the vice president would be the likely one, but nobody likes Dome. Nobody likes this woman at all. Do they slip Gavin Newsom in there? I'm honestly curious, just the political hypothetical here. Who do they who do they try to get on that stage? Oh, look, I think without Joe Biden, I think the top four contenders are Kamala Harris, uh, Gavin Newsom, Pete Buttigieg, and Elizabeth Warren. I think in an open oh. primary, in an open primary, I actually think Elizabeth Warren wins that. I think she is the closest to the id of the current Democrat party. And, and I actually think Elizabeth Warren could very well have won last time if Bernie Sanders hadn't been there in there as well. And Bernie and Elizabeth split the crazy commie section of the Democrat party. 
uh, which gave a, a, an avenue for Joe Biden to come in there. Um, look, I also think there's some real risk. It, it is a complicated thing for Democrats to pick among those four, and it could be a really nasty fight. I think there's some real possibility Democrats try to parachute a Michelle Obama in there. Uh, and and that, that would be the one candidate they could pretty easily tell the other four, sit down, she's going to do this instead. Yeah, my goodness. All right, finally, Senator, I do want to ask you about this Iran thing. We're certainly not bribing them with $6 billion. We're just unfreezing $6 billion. That's very different. Either way, Iran is $6 billion richer today. Well, it's worse than that. Uh, because it's not even six million; it's at least sixteen billion. So they they gave six six oh. billion uh, that they just gave, but three weeks ago they they released ten billion from Iraq that went to Iran. So it's sixteen billion uh, in exchange for five U.S. prisoners. So they're now setting a bounty on every American uh, of just north of three billion dollars, and the consequence of this is is multiple number one the chances are 100 percent that that money will be used to fund terrorism that that money will be used to attempt to murder and uh, americans and to attempt to murder our allies that the biden administration is funding terrorists who are trying to kill us but number two the chances are very high that Americans in the future will be taken hostage either by Iran or by other nefarious actors because the Biden administration has set a price on any American traveling abroad at just over $3 billion apiece. And that is there's a reason that you don't negotiate with terrorists and it's precisely because you incentivize them to engage in this kind of harmful conduct. But for the Biden White House, politics trumps national security, it trumps reason, they want a nuclear deal with Iran, and they're willing to give Iran anything, even while the Ayatollah chants death to America and death to Israel. Brief. Senator, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jesse. All right. We're moving on. Before we move on, let's do this. Let's take advantage of a deal, shall we? Everybody wants an Eden pure thunderstorm, but let's be honest. Everyone wants more than one. Who doesn't want the greatest air purifier ever? Essentially doing inside of your room what nature does after a thunderstorm. That's why they call it that. Cleaning your air constantly. Viruses, mold, cleaning your air. I'm allergy-free now, thanks to these things. So everyone wants more than one. Right now, they're buy one, get one free. How about that? Take advantage of it. I own nine of them. So go start piling them up. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE for that deal. And do keep in mind, you don't have to take my word for it. Go plug one in. Come back in an hour. Tell me what you smell in that room. These things are miraculous. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine having your own personal spy available to you every single morning. Introducing the President's Daily Brief with Mike Baker. From behind the desk of a seasoned intelligence officer, Mike breaks down global events in a way once reserved for the President of the United States. New episodes every weekday morning. Get briefed. Stay ahead. The President's Daily Brief with Mike Baker. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm excited about this. Joining me now, Mike Baker, the great Mike Baker, obviously hosting yeah. the President's Daily Brief 
former CIA operations officer. Okay, Mike, we're going to go to a different place right off the bat, Iran. We're going to leave all the other stuff alone really quickly here. Why are we unfreezing money to them? But more importantly than the money and the, the ransom and whatnot, where does Iran stand on the world stage? When we think of Iran, a lot of people think about mud huts and, you know, they're just a useless country. That's not necessarily the case. What are they? Who are they? Yeah, no, look, they're definitely not that, right? They're, they're very advanced. Um, you know, there was a time when they were, you know, a, one of the most educated populations, you know, certainly in, in, in the world. And the, the regime kind of put a damper on that. Uh, but look, it's, it's, uh, it's the number one state sponsor of terrorism. That's probably the first thing, most important thing you need to know about the Iranian regime. This is not the people. People are, you know, the Iranian culture, the history, uh, terrific. But the Iranian regime uh, is the uh, acknowledged number one. They won an award, I think, at one point. They got a trophy for it. They're, they're the number one state sponsor of terrorism. And that is really the problem. When we talk about unfreezing assets and we talk about this deal for the transfer of uh, American citizens in exchange for five Iranians that we've been holding in, in prisons here in the U.S., plus the $6 billion that's been held and frozen in South Korea. Uh, the problem is, despite the White House claiming that we'll know if they misuse this money, we won't. The truth is, that's not going to happen. Look, we can't even keep control of COVID funds, right? There's, you know, we, we've lost upwards of $200 billion to fraud of COVID funds here in the U.S., right? We're going to somehow suddenly track money that we've transferred over to Iran? I don't think so. Okay, so should we be concerned about them? Uh, are they really trying for a nuclear weapon? Is this just negotiation tactics? Are they going to be best buddies with Russia? What do we have to worry about when it comes to them? Why are they pushing our Navy around? Right, well, the problem is that they, they are pursuing uh, a uh, weapons technology, nuke weapons technology, um, we got out of a flawed deal during the Trump administration. And the problem with that deal, people you know, are decrying that still saying, I can't believe Trump pulled us out of that deal. Well, John Kerry himself said early in the stages of negotiating that deal, he said, well, this one we're going to be able to verify. So the very important thing here, the, the key to this agreement is verification. Well, the problem is we couldn't verify because there were certain sites that we agreed to not have access to. Right, military sites that you know the Iranians said nope, can't can't look there. So we never really did have verification or complete verification on that deal. So it was flawed from the very beginning. But you know the intelligence that we've got, and a lot of it basically comes from our liaison partners because it's a very heavy lift in terms of gathering intel on that target. Uh, is that yeah, they've been spinning up uh, centrifuges. They've been working their way towards uh, having uh, sort of breakout capability for a nuke weapon. And part of the problem is our estimates in terms of, well, how, how how soon could that happen? What's the breakout window look like? And, you know, our estimates are all over the map, which tells you that, you know, perhaps our intel isn't as good as we'd like it to be. Mike, we're gonna switch gears here because the, uh, the story that it should be making the rounds anyway is six CIA analysts, allegedly, according to a whistleblower, came back, they said COVID came from a Wuhan lab, and then they allegedly they accept, accepted payment 
to change their opinions on that. Now, Mike, that raises all kinds of very, very frightening <laughs> questions, and I don't know yes, that there does. are any good answers if the Central Intelligence Agency is changing things on behalf of China, on behalf of Democrats. I, I don't know what the answer is, but that is not good. Well, no, it's, it, if it's true, and, and it's a whistleblower who has only been uh, identified as a uh, senior uh, current officer, um, so we don't have the facts, we don't have the details, uh, nor does the, the subcommittee there up on the Capitol Hill, but that's what they have to do now. They have to do two things. They have to ensure the anonymity of the whistleblower, that's critical, uh, to maintain whistleblower capabilities, right? Because you want that in, in terms of identifying potential problems, which this could be an awful one. Uh, but they've also got to investigate. And, and until they do, and we know the facts, I'm, I'll keep saying if, if it's true what the whistleblower says, then yes, it's awful. Because at the core, the, the heart of the CIA is the objective collection and reporting of intelligence. You know, you don't put your finger on the scale. For, for any topic. You're out there collecting intel, raw intel out in the field in a variety of ways. You're reporting it back into headquarters. Analysts are then taking it uh, and, and presenting it, packaging it up, presenting it to uh, the uh, intelligence community, to the national security uh, folks over at the White House. Uh, and that can then end up in a, an editing process, right? That part of it, once it leaves the agency building, there's always been this understanding that, okay, it's gonna get mixed with other intel. And by the time it leaves the White House or they act on it at the White House, it's gone through an editing process, a bit of a washing machine. But the agency's job is to objectively, here are the facts, here's what we're hearing, here's the reports we're collecting, and here they are. So if, if you have six analysts on a seven person team, which is what this was, uh, the COVID origins task force, essentially. And six of those analysts uh, came to the conclusion or were uh, leaning to the conclusion that it was the Wuhan lab, not a nature theory. Uh, and the seventh analyst who happened to be the most senior was leaning or had the nature theory uh, in their sights. And then suddenly the end result is it's undetermined. So obviously if the whistleblower is correct, something altered those analysts' perceptions and resulted in, no, it's not the Wuhan lab. Uh, we can't really say it's nature, so it's an undetermined, which is where the agency still stands to this day in terms of their assessment uh, of this. Other agencies, the FBI, Energy Department, have come out and said, we believe it was a lab leak. Other government agencies have said, no, it's a nature issue. But the CIA, is, is a, along with a couple others, are on the undetermined scale, our side. Mike, what's your take on the status of the CIA? What, what, is, what is going on over there? There's obviously a lot of concern shared by yours truly when I see 51 former intelligence officials signing on for a Russian disinformation letter. I see former CIA head after former CIA head sounding like an MSNBC talking head every time they hit the news. I'm concerned, many Americans are concerned about the environment inside of that building. Well, I, I think the, the short answer is the same answer that I usually have when we're talking about the FBI, which is that the people that are doing the operations, the people that are doing the tasks, the, the people that keep that place running, uh, my experience has been, and all I can do is talk about my experience, is that they're essentially apolitical. They don't care. Tell us what the task is, tell us what the mission is, and we'll get on with it. But you, there's no doubt that you can get uh, individuals appointed at the senior most level positions, right? who for one reason or another 
are uh, you know, putting out an agenda in terms of their their own uh, po politics. And we've seen that, uh, not just at the agency, but elsewhere. And so that that is a problem, but that is the job of the uh, Senate Intel Committee and the House committees to ensure by being uh, aggressively curious, inquisitive, um, and constantly asking questions. And to the degree that you can, because there's always going to be a sources and methods issue here, but to the degree that you can, that you have transparency, you cannot have a politicized Intel organization. That then makes us a banana republic if we have that. And so you always have to fight against that. Do we have that? Because it sure looks I, like from the outside yeah. looking in, we do, Mike. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we do. I'm. I'm going to hold the line on that one and say, you know, like I said, you can. You can get a, a director. You can get an individual who becomes enamored of their 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 contact with their proximity to the White House and to the power that that, that is. Um, and but no, I've I I've spent too much time behind a curtain. Uh, I know too many outstanding people there at the agency. Uh, you give them a task. They do that task, that operation, and then they get the next one and they move on. And these people are, are amazing. I can't speak for what happens on the seventh floor uh, because nobody in the right mind would have let me up there. So, so I think that, uh, you know, but from what I've seen, no, we don't, we don't have that issue. I mean, but I'm not saying that you, you, you shouldn't be watching out for it because it is something that you, can, you cannot allow to happen. So you have to push back and our, our best, most direct a uh, way of doing that again is by Congress doing their job. There's a well-worn path between Langley, the headquarters for the agency, and Capitol Hill of briefers going back and forth and back and forth. It's not like the the folks up on Capitol Hill don't have uh, you know opportunities all the time to ask questions and say what is going on, what are you doing, et cetera. There is a game in Washington D.C. where those politicians like to act surprised when something does come out. And then they pretend like they didn't know about it. But that's usually just crap because they've been briefed ad nauseum. So maybe I'm cynical. Maybe, maybe we all are. Mike, it is yeah, the President's maybe. Daily Brief podcast. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, likewise, man. Take care. All right. Let's have a discussion about Mao. Could you imagine living under Mao's China? Let's talk to somebody who did. Before we talk to him, let's talk, to the, talk about this really quickly basic nutrition. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a nutritionist, okay? But I do know that we, as living things, need vitamins and minerals and digestive enzymes and probiotics. We need all the things we get. We need nutrition in our food, right? Well, our dogs do too. And we either don't know that's usually the case, or we just, we think the dog food has nutrition in it. There's no nutrition in dog food. Your dog never gets nutrition. Dog food is dead. They kill everything in it. It's all just empty calories. Rough Greens is alive. All natural nutritional supplement. You will see a difference in your dog. My dog used to have digestive issues after every meal. No more. Thank you, Rough Greens. Your dog will live longer. Call them. They give out free jumpstart bags. All you pay for is the shipping. Make a phone call. 833-33-MY-DOG. Or go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. We'll be back.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference 
is they use class instead of race. During the Cultural Revolution, I witnessed students and teachers again turn against each other. We changed school names to be politically correct. Um, we were taught to denounce our heritage. The Red Guards destroy anything that is not communist. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese communist, the Chinese Cultural Revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our schools. Pretty powerful stuff, right, from somebody who lived through it. Joining me now, I am honored, the great Xi Van Fleet, author of Mao's America. Okay, Xi, let's begin at the beginning. Mao's cultural revolution. That doesn't sound like any fun at all. What was that like? Well, that's hellish. That's all I can say. That was a 10 years chaos and disaster and violence. And uh, um, yeah, that destroyed everything, destroyed the Chinese civilization, destroyed CCP's institutions, and up to 20 million people lost their lives. And that's what we're going through right now in America. Ji, can you explain what it was like watching your fellow citizens turn on each other? That's oftentimes when I talk to survivors, one of the most heartbreaking thing for them. Yeah, the, the only thing you think about is how to survive yourself. And you want to make sure you never end up on the right, wrong side. Um, and I remember one day I was with my uh, friend. We were just uh, six, uh, seven or eight. And uh, we were watching parade of uh, counter-revolutionaries. And they were in a truck. And, uh, my, and uh, to our horror, and uh, one of those guys on the truck was uh, my friend's father. And that was the moment I realized that anyone, anyone can be end up on the wrong side and become the enemy of the state. And, uh, and everything just really, um, your whole family will become the enemy of the state, not just one member, the whole family. Did you ever witness a struggle session while you were there? Yes, I did. I did daily, on a daily basis. And I even watched the struggle session for the governor of my province, Sichuan province. And uh, that was uh, really, really scary. When, when I realized that anyone, everyone can be the target. And of course, what was it like? What, what was it like? What they do to them? Describe it. Yeah, it, it's just uh, like a, the best way I can describe is like a public trial. And it's just a lot of lot of people, and then the uh, the target were usually uh, held up by the uh, red guards, and then the red guards will uh, read the uh, um, basically the denunciation of those people, and people will shout slogans, and sometimes they will be beaten right there, um, and most times and they will be just carried away, and. Uh, um, and I did not really, really witness the uh, the beaten, but that happened often. That people were tortured, some were just killed right on the spot. Good grief! How did you escape and get to America? Uh, when Mao died, the revolution, the Cultural Revolution, was over, and that was in 1976. And after that. And then the next leader uh, was a reformer, and he opened China up, and especially opened up universities. So people like me can go to university by taking 
uh, entrance examinations. Before it was totally on the recommendation um, uh, basis by the party leader. And after that, I was able to get a scholarship and come to America to pursue my uh, uh, graduate study. You see a lot of parallels in America to what you live through, don't you? That's exactly what I'm just worried about. I'm not just, I'm scared of that. I see so many things that is, uh, remind me of the Cultural Revolution. That's why I try to tell people, this is history repeating. But the problem is most Americans, they have no knowledge of history. They have never been taught the history of communism, especially the history of the Cultural Revolution. And that's why most people have no idea they just, they saw this woke uh, craziness, but they have no idea where it's from. It's from Marxism, it's from communism. It is absolutely a repeat of the history. What should we be doing to stop it that we're not doing? Yeah, I, I think that uh, it's been going on for a long time. To stop it, I always tell people to get involved in the local level. Right now, I'm very busy um, helping and to support the candidate for school board. That's where we start the uh, to take over our school. And that's why I'm so proud of working with 7076 uh, Action. And one of the things we are trying to do is to launch this grassroots movement to, um, uh, we started the uh, petition uh, to launch this uh, um, uh, petition to uh, abolish the uh, Department of Education. Education should never be run by the federal government. And that is the China model. China had the Ministry of Education. They control everything. They are the ones that uh, decide what is the party line that should be implemented in all the curriculum and in every classroom across, the, uh, uh, across China. That's not our model. It should be run locally. It should be by the state and especially by the school board. That's why it's so important that we all get involved and, and support the conservative candidate for the school board. That's how we take back our school. That's how we save the children and save this country. Yeah. Chi, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We have Light in the Mood next. Before we get to lighten the mood, let's tell you this. You're not stuck in the timeshare you think you're stuck in. These timeshare companies lie to people. They do. They get you in with the fancy seminar. And I'm not saying it's always this total scam. I hope you enjoyed your timeshare. I hope you had time down on the beach or wherever it was and you enjoyed yourself. But then what they don't tell you is you're stuck for life. They put all this language in these contracts, and they tell you it's for life. You call and try to get out, and they say, no, 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 sorry. Pay your annual fees, special assessments. Lone Star Transfers heard all this. They caught on to this game a long time ago. They get people out. Over 18,000 people have legally and permanently gotten out because of Lone Star Transfer. They're so confident, they're practically cocky about it, they put it in writing. They're 99% successful. They put it in writing. We'll get you out, and they'll give you a time frame. All you have to do is make a phone call. 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. We'll be back. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. It is time to lighten the mood. And on today's Lighten the Mood, we are going to uh, we're going to make a solemn announcement. Very devastating. You see, 
We're losing one of our greats out there. You know, contrary to a lot of expectations, I enjoy my work in the Senate a good deal. The last few years have been particularly productive as I was able to help lead and negotiate the bipartisan infrastructure law, a comprehensive China strategy process, religious liberty protections, a compromised gun safety law, the Electoral Count Act reform, and emergency COVID relief funding. Now we face critical challenges, mounting national debt, climate change, and the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. Neither President Biden nor former President Trump are leading their party to confront those issues. While I'm not running for re-election, I'm not retiring from the fight. I'll be your United States Senator until January of 2025. Condolences to Utah for losing their Democrat Senator. Maybe a Republican can pick up that seat from now on. All right, we'll do it again. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.